Welcome back to 1 Samuel chapter 2. Hannah prayed and said, My heart exalts in Yahweh. My horn is exalted in Yahweh. My mouth is enlarged over my enemies because I rejoice in your salvation. There is no one as holy as Yahweh, for there is no one besides you, nor is there any rock like our God. Don't keep talking so exceedingly proudly. Don't let arrogance come out of your mouth, for Yahweh is a God of knowledge. By him actions are weighed. The bows of the mighty men are broken. Those who stumbled are armed with strength. Those who were full have hired themselves out for bread. Those who were hungry are satisfied. Yes, the barren has borne seven, and he, she who has many children languishes. Yahweh kills and makes alive. He brings down to Sheol and brings up. Yahweh makes poor and makes rich. He brings low, he also lifts up. He raises the poor out of the dust. He brings up the needy from the dunghill to make them sit with princes and inherit the throne of glory. For the pillars of the earth are Yahweh's. He has set the world on them. He will keep the feet of his holy ones, but the wicked will be put to silence in darkness. For no man will prevail in, by strength. Those who strive with Yahweh shall be broken to pieces. He will thunder against them in the sky. Yahweh will judge the ends of the earth. He will give strength to his king and exalt the horn of his anointed. Elkanah went to Ramah to his house. The child served Yahweh before Eli the priest. Now the sons of Eli were wicked men. They did not know Yahweh. The custom of the priests with the people was that when anyone offered a sacrifice, the priest's servant came while the meat was boiling with a fork of three teeth in his hand and he stabbed it into the pan or kettle or cauldron or pot. The priest took all that the fork brought up for himself. They did this to all the Israelites who came there to Shiloh. Yes, before they burned the fat, the priest's servant came and said to the man who sacrificed, Give meat to roast for the priest, for he will not accept boiled meat from you, but raw. If the man said to him, Let the fat be burned first, then take as much as your soul desires, then he would say, No, but you shall give it to me now, and if not, I will take it by force. The sin of the young men was very great before Yahweh. For the men despised Yahweh's offering. But Samuel ministered before God, being a child, clothed in a linen ephod. Moreover, his mother made him a little robe and brought it to him from year to year when she came up with her husband to offer the yearly sacrifice. Yahweh blessed Elkanah and his wife and said, May Yahweh give you offspring from this woman for the petition which was asked of Yahweh. Then they went up to their own home. Yahweh visited Hannah and she conceived and bore three sons and two daughters. The child Samuel grew before Yahweh. Now Eli was very old and he heard all that his sons did to all Israel and how that they slept with the women who served at the door of the tent of meeting. He said to them, why do you do such things? For I hear of your evil dealings from all of these people. 
No, my sons, it is not a good report that I hear. You make Yahweh's people disobey. If one man sins against another, God will judge him. But if a man sins against Yahweh, who will intercede for him? Notwithstanding, they didn't listen to the voice of their father, because Yahweh intended to kill them. The child Samuel grew on and increased in favour both with Yahweh and also with men. A man of God came to Eli and said, Yahweh says, Did I reveal myself to the house of your father when they were in Egypt in bondage to Pharaoh's house? Didn't I choose him out of all the tribes of Israel to be my priest, to go up to my altar, to burn incense and to wear an ephod before me? Didn't I give to the house of your father all the offerings of the children of Israel made by fire? Why do you kick at my sacrifice and at my offering, which I have commanded in my habitation? And honour your sons above me to make yourselves fat with the best of all the offerings of Israel, my people. Therefore, Yahweh, the God of Israel, says, I said indeed that your house and the house of your father should walk before me forever. But now Yahweh says, Far be it from me, for those who honour me I will honour, but those who despise me will be cursed. Behold, the days will come that I will cut off your arm and the arm of your father's house, and that there will not be an old man in your house. You will see the affliction of my habitation in all the wealth which I will give to Israel. There shall not be an old man in your house forever. The man of yours whom I don't cut off from my altar will consume your eyes and grieve your heart. All the increase of your house will die in the flower of their age. This will be a sign to you that will come on your two sons, on Hophni and Phinehas. In one day they will both die. I will raise up a faithful priest to myself who will do according to that which is in my heart and in my mind. He will build him a sure house. He will walk before my anointed forever. It will happen that anyone, everyone who is left in your house will come and bow down to him for a piece of silver and a loaf of bread and will say, please put me into one of the priest's offices that I may eat a morsel of bread. Something Hannah speaks a lot about in her prayer in this chapter is the justice of God. The Lord is both just and merciful. This is sometimes a difficult concept for us to grasp because our human minds cannot comprehend how someone could show both justice and mercy and know when to act accordingly. Yet God isn't limited to our finite minds. He created us and knows when and how to act. The Lord will forgive you when you sin but that doesn't mean that you won't reap the consequences of your actions. An example of this is David and Bathsheba, a story which many are familiar with and will be covered in later videos. When David committed adultery and murder, God forgave him, yet David had to deal with the family issues and pain that occurred as a result of his sin. We need to remember this in our daily lives. So often, humans continue living sinful lives because they believe that if they just keep telling God they're sorry, all will be well. Yet, we tend to forget that just as God forgives, He is also a loving Father who disciplines. 
Psalm 89 verse 14 says, Righteousness and justice are the foundation of your throne. Steadfast love and faithfulness go before you. The justice of the Lord is not only also seen not only in Hannah's prayer, but also in the story of Phineas and Hophni, the sons of Eli the priest. The sons of Eli are described here as wicked, and the Lord was a just judge, punishing them for their sins, for there was no repentance in their hearts. When we sin, we should go to the Lord for forgiveness. We should learn from our mistakes and with, with his strength continue to live our lives for him. Let's pray. Lord, thank you that you are both just and merciful. Lord, help us that when we sin to turn to you for forgiveness, Lord. Help us to come to you as a child comes to their father for both forgiveness and for discipline. Lord, we pray that you'll give us the strength to walk every day for you, Lord. Give us the strength to do your will. In your name we pray.